Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Hayden Hawks. It's a couple days after his win of the Bryce Canyon Ultras 50K. Hey, Hayden, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to see you and talk with you again. It's been a while. <laughs> I know, it's been a while. The pandemic has really broken down the, the traditional meetups that we have at locations around the world. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I definitely miss it, but uh, I think things are you know, somewhat getting back to normal. And so hopefully we'll be able to resume and uh, be able to see you guys more often. I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> okay. So you ran the Bryce Ultras 50K this weekend, set a course record as part of your lead up to racing Western States now in, what is it, three or four weekends time, right? Yeah, about four weeks out. Four um, weeks out. Yep. Yep. Um, I, this is like kind of a non-traditional way to start an interview, but I am just dying to know why you picked Western States as your next target. Well, uh, you know, last year I was supposed to run Western States last year in 2020 because, uh, in, okay. yeah, I, I, I got a golden ticket at Bryce Canyon hundred K. Um, cause I'd won Bryce Canyon hundred K in black, black Canyon, first, right? not Bryce Canyon. Yeah. Sorry. Black Canyon. <laughs> That's 100K. right. Yeah. In February of That's 2020. Right. And, you know, previously actually I, I had applied for the, the spot for the ultra trail world tour. And luckily they gave me an entry into Western States. And then I ran Bryce or black Canyon hundred K and ended up getting a ticket there. But I, I actually gave that ticket to the third place guy. But yeah, like, so Western States has kind of been the goal since, um, 2019, since I, um, okay. DNF'd at UTMB in, in 2019, I've been dying to get back to running the hundred mile distance. Um, I, I haven't yet finished a hundred mile race and I've really wanted to, you know, I guess put my stamp on that and, and finish a hundred mile distance, but also, yeah, like Western States has, has just been a, a goal race for for years, you know, since I started doing ultra marathons, Western States has always been a race that I've, I've wanted to line up at. So. Um, what is like fun for me to watch in your running career is that you just kind of put yourself out there. You try a lot of different things, not necessarily like in your known wheelhouse. And sometimes it goes and sometimes it's like a learning experience for the next time. And sometimes you say, you know what, maybe that's not my thing. I, yeah, like that's, for me, that's fun to watch because you've gone and you've tried the hundred mile distance before and now you're, you're trying it again. So it's cool to watch. Yeah, for sure. You know, like I've always just said, you know, you're never going to know what you really like or what you really love to do until you've tried it. And so like, I've, I just wanted to kind of put my foot in every, you know, every distance, every type of race and really see what I love to do and what inspires me you know, cause I, I'm still pretty young in the sport and, you know, especially like I'm, I'm really driven to, um, to train. I'm really driven to compete in all the biggest races in the world, but I really don't know a hundred percent what I, what I love to do yet. And so that's why I put myself in those races. Cause I'm like, do I love the mountain races or do I love the more runnable races? I don't know, you know, and I'll, I'll never know in, until I try them. And so I, I'm really excited to, to line up at Western States because it's actually a different race than I've ever done before. I, I've done a lot of runnable races, of course, and done well at them, um, but I've never 
done it over a hundred miles. And so that's where like, there's an intrigue with Western States because it's, it's something different, you know, something I've never really tackled before. Yeah. It's, I, I admire that uh, quality in you, that desire to just like stick your foot in and yeah, like put it in a place you haven't tried before and just see if it sticks or not. That's fun. Yeah. And you learn a lot, you know, you learn a lot from the good races. You learn a lot from the bad races. You know, you learn more from the bad races than the good races is what I've seen. And really I've, I've learned how to adapt my training. I've learned how, you know, what type of training I need to do to make sure I'm ready for the demands of these races. And I would have never learned those things if I, if I would have never gone out and tried, you know, and failed at a lot of, at a lot of some of those, I guess, those races. Side note, it's funny to um, hear you say that you're fairly young in the sport because when I think of Hayden Hawks, I'm like, oh, he's been around for so long now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's only been five years, you know, a little (laughs) over five years that I've been in the sport, which I guess it's getting a little bit longer now. But, uh, you know, five years is still pretty new, I, I think, in the sport. And I'm still learning things every single day, every race, I'm learning things. And, you know, and I feel like, when, when I learn those things, I, I just get better. And, and I'm really excited for the, the future because I'm only 30 years old, you know, and, and I, I think I still have 10, 15 years in this sport. And, you know, that's a lot of learning. That's a, that's a lot of races and a lot of adventures to do. Right on. Um, let's backtrack to the pandemic a little bit. Uh, most of the races around the world got canceled, but you managed to get to the starting line of a few, um, most notably JFK. That, yeah. that, that turned out well for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one went well, uh, for sure. I had a good day out there. And that, again, that was a, a race that I, I never really, I'd never really done like a flat ultra marathon like that, where it was mostly, you know, runnable, where I was clipping off, you know, five, six minute miles consistently for 50 miles. Like, I've never had done anything like that. And so, you know, when I saw that JFK was going to happen last year, I was like, well, this might be a good, you know, race to train for, you know, a goal that I can go after. Um, It's a race that I've, of course, known about for years and and I've wanted to do, but I've never been able to fit it into the schedule just because usually I'm in Europe, you know, during the fall racing or or some international race, because I really do love traveling internationally. But Um, when it opened up, I was like, Hey, this is a great opportunity. Like I've been working a lot on speed during the pandemic and and doing a lot of really fast paced, harder type workouts. Um, just cause I was training, you know, by myself mostly, and just kind of wanted to develop speed. And I was like, okay, like, let's do it. Let's, let's line up and see how it goes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, fortunately I, I I had a really good day and it turned out to be a, a great performance for me. Did you jump into that race last minute? Like how much warning did you have? Uh, maybe like maybe a month out or so. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if it was going to happen and I I really wasn't sure if I should even do it. Um, but when I, when I decided like, you know, when I felt comfortable that it was, it was going to be okay. And some of the, you know, precautions they were taking were going to be good. I was like, okay, let's, let's try it. You know, I, I think it'll be just fine. And so yeah, I, I went out, uh, I flew out and yeah, I signed up and, and did that race. Did you, uh, did you have enough time to like cater a couple specific workouts or long runs to that? Or was it just like you said, 
what you were doing during the pandemic just aligned pretty well? Yeah, so I, I had a, a, a few workouts um, that I was able to do specifically for that, that race. And really, that's been something that I've been focusing on a lot, not just for JFK, but for Western States training. And in a lot of the races I did last year was after UTMB, after I DNF'd UTMB in 2019, I realized that I didn't train properly for UTMB. I, I, I just was going out and running miles and just getting vert just to get vert or, or just running just with not even thinking about like why I was doing certain things. I, I just was running and I learned that in ultra marathon, it's so important to meet the demands of every single race. Like you need to train for the demands of each race. So so after UTMB, I sat down and, and I said, okay, well, what races do I want to do? I wrote that race down. And then underneath each race, I, I wrote down the demands of each one of those races. And I said, okay, for, mm-hmm. for this race, I need to be ready for, for the heat. This, for this race, I need to get vert. For this race, I need to do this. And, and then I started training for demands instead of just training for no reason. And I started putting blocks together to where like, okay, this specific workout is going to prepare me for this specific part of the race. Or, you know, this is going to, when I'm going to do my heat training, this is when I'm going to do this. This is when I'm going to do that. And as I've been able to focus on more meeting the demands of races, I I've seen, I I've just done, I've done well, you know, in the races because I'm prepared for every thing that could be thrown at me in that race. And so before JFK, I, I did do some specific demand type workouts Um, but luckily I had a good base, uh, before I actually signed up for the race of speed because after I ran Squaw Peak and, uh, Speed Goat that summer here in Utah, I decided I was going to do a more of a speed phase during the fall and develop some speed back after a a mountain summer. Okay. And, uh, and so I had a good, I guess, base of speed. And then I was able to do the specific workouts, you know, that, four to six weeks or whatever before and be ready for the demands of JFK. Uh, It's really, uh, there's some great nuggets in what you just said for like any runner out there being able to uh, at the same time, look at the specifics of what you're doing for your training, but then also be able to like zoom out and look at it full spectrum from like the 20,000 foot perspective to look at how am I, yeah. How am I working towards the, the, like the key key line items of the event you're training for. I think that's like a difficult thing to be able to nail both perspectives. Yeah, and in every race has different demands. You know, UTMB has completely different demands than Western States does. And and so like what I do is I, I set that goal now of the race I want to do, and then I work back from that race and I set my training plan up to where every run has a goal. You know, like even my easy days, there's a goal in those easy days or, or I'll pick a certain route on my easy days that I know are going to strengthen me in some area that's going to prepare me for that specific race that I'm training for. And so that's been really a key element to my training recently is just like, all right, I could like, I have, I have a workout scheduled. Well, maybe I should do this workout on this, the same type of terrain that I'm going to be racing on. That way I, I, you know, my muscles are, are ready for the specific demands of that, you know, and I'm able to run fast on technical terrain or whatever it is, you know, those are just examples. And so it, it helps me meet every demand. And that way, like 
because you know a lot of the times like when you're when you're running a race especially 100 miles things are just thrown at you that that you that you don't really see coming and you have to adapt or you have to like you know troubleshoot right on the spot to try to get through those things but if you if you do those things in training the best that you can of course you're probably not going to get all of them down but if you can get most of them down at least you'll be prepared for when those things come you'll know how to troubleshoot you'll know how to adapt and you you're, you won't freak out mentally or physically and you, you'll be able to get through them easier is what i'm seeing i feel like that's a good dovetail to talking for a few minutes about western states uh you said in the beginning of the interview you you know you want to get this 100 mile thing down you've you gave it a shot one time and now you're back to try it again what are some of the yeah, like let, I know they're like two, UTMB and Western states are like different animals for 100 milers. But what are some of the lessons that you took away from that first experience that you ha- are applying to preparing for Western? Yeah, I mean, for sure, what I talked about with the training, of course, and, and doing that. But I think the other thing is to respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've gone through my career, especially at a young age in my career, not respecting distances enough not respecting races or mountains or competitors enough. I just kind of like had this blind confidence, which can be a good thing sometimes, but, but as I've matured as a runner, I've, I've become more respectful of each race and being like, you know, I, I need to respect the hundred mile distance. You know, I need to make sure I'm properly trained for it, but, but also I need to make sure that, that I go into there with some humility, you know, that I'm, I'm not you know, like, I think it's good to have confidence, but you you need to have kind of humble confidence, if that makes sense. Like you, you need to a balance a balance. Exactly. Yeah. You need to have a balance. And, and that's what I, I seen. Like, to, to be honest with you, I didn't respect UTMB. Like hmm. I thought it was going to be easy. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I did CCC. Right. Like I, I won CCC. Like I should be able to win UTMB. You know, it shouldn't be a problem. But, but I was totally wrong. Like, you know, that extra 40 miles is, is a big difference. And uh, the competition level at UTMB is much higher. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that you need to respect and you need to make sure that you're prepared for. And I, I just wasn't prepared properly. And so that's what I, I'm learning a lot, you know, and in going into Western states, I'm giving the utmost respect to Western states, um, knowing that, you know, it's going to be hard. I need yeah. to be prepared to suffer. I need to be prepared to have hard times. I need to be confident, but humble at the same time. And, and first I need to focus on finishing, you know, like, yeah, I love winning races and, and I believe I can win races. I really do. I have confidence that I can win and I have one, but I need to focus on what's most important first. And what's most important is to finish that race and to go out there mm-hmm. and, and have a, a, a race that I'm proud of. And, and if that means I don't win, that's okay with me, you know, but, but I, I hope I do win. And, and I think that if I put things together and, and I train properly and I do the, the little things and I stay humble through the process, like, I think I can win, but I, I'm not focused on that. If that makes sense. Totally. It's re- it's a, it's really refreshing to hear your take on, yeah, like the, hundred mile distance being kind of its own animal and yeah I mean it's ultra running but then there's just this a a little bit extra that is hundred mile running and that yeah I just like 
like the idea. I like the idea of personally reflecting on that balance of humility and confidence. Yeah, you know, in the past, I, I think I went into a lot of longer distance 100Ks and UTMB and TDS and stuff like that, that I struggled with um, training like a 50K runner and an 80K runner. But, but I'm learning that that's not how you need to train. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> like uh, it's 100 mile training is definitely different. And uh, sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone and, and you got to be able to switch your training up a little bit and do things that are maybe uncomfortable um, so you can be properly prepared to tackle that distance. Well, this is making me pretty excited for that Saturday in June and yeah, three and a half weeks from now. So <laughs> <laughs> congratulations to you on your win at Bryce uh, 50K over the weekend. And yeah, mm -hmm. good luck with the last bit of sharpening and getting ready for Western. Yeah, I'm excited. This will be my last big week and then I'll have a, a good little, um, maybe a moderate week and then a couple week taper. Um, just making sure like preparing now for the heat is going to be most important. And luckily I have St. George, um, which is <laughs> already up to a hundred degrees right now. And, uh, I'll be, uh, definitely prepared when I reach this or when I step on the starting line at, at Western States. Yeah, down there in southern Utah, you're in perfect training grounds that aren't the Western States course right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not a bad place to live and train for sure. And I'm really excited about the race. It, it'll just be fun to be out there with everyone again and and to be able to have an, an amazing field to line up, you know, against. And I'm just really excited to finally tackle the 100-mile distance again and, and feel like it's uh, – it's going to be a good day as, as long as I, uh, you know, prepare myself properly, which I feel like I have. Right on. Well, we look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Hayden. Thank you.